It's Saturday at 6. It's time for your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova Studios in the Dublin Docklands. Very welcome along to the show. I'm Sinead Newport, hanging out with you until 7 o'clock here on Radio Nova 100.3 FM. What a show I've got lined up for you today. Um, I'm going to be chatting to the incredibly talented actor Killian Murphy on the homelessness epidemic as he is our help, our homeless ambassador. Um, he's going to talk about the role of music in the field of acting and DJing. I'll also be chatting to Leas Saudi, a fat white family. They are declared Britain's most dangerous, most vital band. They'll be talking uh, stage antics, befriending Sean Lennon and hanging out in the studio in New York. Beck is in a live room with an incredible reimagining of a Bowie song. Plus, I'll have new music from the collaboration featuring Iggy Pop and Josh Arm. Backstage on Radio Nova. So, man, it's been a bloody horrible start to the year, hasn't it? We've been just losing legend after legend and sadly on Thursday night we had to say goodbye to Paul Kantner the co-founder and guitarist of Jefferson Airplane and later Jefferson Starship um, he died at the age of 74 from multiple organ failure and septic shock so I want to pay tribute to this incredible artist and guitar player with this tune from Jefferson Airplane. This one's been included in the Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It appears on the Rock and Hall of Fame um, and their 500 songs that shaped rock and roll taken from the 1967 album Surrealistic Pillow this is White Rabbit from Jefferson Airplane here on Radio Nova
my people, Cantner, Jefferson Airplane and White Rabbit on Radio Nova. Backstage on Radio Nova. I'm now joined in studio by Mr. Killian Murphy. Now, Killian, we're going to be talking music, favourite acts, how music plays a role in your acting roles. But first, you know, thanks so much for getting involved in our Help Our Homeless Radiothon and Aid of Focus Ireland. And, you know, when you look at homelessness in the greater Dublin area, it's it's just insane that the levels that they've reached have never been seen before. And sadly, one third of those sleeping rough are children. So obviously it's something that concerns us all. But why in particular have you decided to get involved and team up with Focus Ireland for this particular situation? Well, I, I've worked with them over the years and I think they're just a fantastic organisation, a fantastic charity. And I think, uh, you know, it's one of those problems in the country that's very visible. You know, you mentioned that statistic, which is very, very distressing to hear. And mm. uh, uh, so I think it's it's just a great cause to get behind. And I think, you know, um, politicians talk a lot about recovery and you know what the state that the nation is in and how we're all doing so well and mm. keep the recovery going and all that crap but then you know it, it should be shared out properly you know and we we should care about those people who are less less well off i suppose yeah mm-hmm. look after yourselves a bit more mm. i guess the recession kind of change things a little bit people got a bit more community focused but mm. only within certain kind of areas so it needs to kind of stretch out a little bit more i guess mm-hmm. yeah so, well, well thanks for getting involved with them oh, and popping in absolutely and going on to um music i didn't mention i was going to ask you about your band um what was it? Sons of Green, Mr. Green Jeans? Yeah. What kind of band was it? Well, uh, it was kind of like, you know, like early Pink Floyd, that kind of long instrumentals and long... Oh, really? Quite, the songs were quite long. It was ter- terribly uh, uncommercial. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was a good sound live. There were great musicians that played in the band. So. Yeah, it's very psychedelic and atmospheric and... Uh, kind of, yeah, um... And we liked a lot. Of the, it's from a Frank Zappa song. That's a song of Hot Rats. So we were very influenced by him. Oh, so I that see. gives you a sense of it. Okay, cool. Um, so when it came to you know acting, what was it that made you realise that you were going down the, the right kind of career path? Because obviously music and acting, they're both very expressive and very creative forms. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what was it about acting that really lured you into that kind of focus and decided to move away from the music side of things? Uh, it, was, it was just kind of by accident. I, I was curious about theatre and then I, I, I got a part in, in a play in Cork and I, I enjoyed it. I liked the sort of autonomy of it that it was just, you know, you as an actor making the decisions about what you wanted to do. Um, whereas in a band it was five guys. Um, and this kind of... the passion for it grew I suppose gradually Um, and music is still very important to me but but, uh, uh, acting just took over yeah Uh, yeah yeah, good thing it did. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so you mentioned before in interviews that music kind of feeds um, the characters as such and you kind of look to musicians for inspiration. So who would it be that you'd look to for inspiration or what kind of bands do you listen to in order to get into that kind of frame of mind? I mean, I know it's a broad question because every character is very, very different. Yeah, well, it changes all the time. You know, that's mm. the thing about music. It's it's this this, this mad sort of journey that you're on with music and you're constantly exploring new avenues and finding out new bands and mm. and and I so it's always changing um you know I guess I guess I really admire you know heroes of mine for 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 just their the road that they followed you know and the sort of the courage that they would have taken in 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 expressing themselves and making music that 
uh, I, I love and that kind of thing. Uh, and then I would listen to music uh, in preparation for roles or, you know, it's very hard to name exactly what particular tune or what particular artist. But, okay. but, but, but yeah, I think there's a big crossover between a lot of actors are wannabe musicians or are frustrated musicians and a lot of musicians sort of uh, you find want to be filmmakers or you know want to get involved in acting and that that there's quite a big crossover between the two I think I've yeah. found over the years anyway okay so let's look at one example I guess I got to see you in Bally Turk last year oh yeah and it was amazing oh, um, but just the journey that you would have been on is such a roller coaster of emotions you know that kind of jumping frenetically from that hyperactivity to that, you know, kind of immense fear. And uh-huh. so, you know, what kind of music or what kind of helped you get into that kind of character mindset for something like that? Well, Ender Welch, who wrote and directed that, he's a massive uh, music head as well. And the two of us go back a long way. So we exchange a lot uh, of um, influences and ideas over the, mm. every time we make a piece of theatre. Um, and uh, I don't know on that one. Well, we had an extraordinary composer on that, and his music, the original music for that, was very important on it. There was a lot of like classic eighties tunes in there. There that were we, actually, um, yeah, 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and then I don't know. We 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 would listen to music in the rehearsal room. Different, different. I can't again. It's when do we when do we do that? Um, but you know, different. Uh, you, you know the way feeling uh, f- um, music evokes different kind of emotions uh, when you're feeling. And when you're trying to achieve certain moods or temperatures in a room, so we just use music for that. Yeah. So who is it lately that's been kind of crossing your radar as such? Um, I loved the Gaz Coombs record of last year. Brilliant, isn't it? I really loved that record. Uh, Julia Holter record I, I really loved. Um, those two I've really loved lately. Yeah. Uh, the new Bowie record obviously is kind of stunning yeah. and uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, mm. So there's plenty. I'm always, there's always stuff on the go, you know. And do you get a chance to DJ at all? <laughs> <laughs> I have done in the past. Have you? Yeah, I don't know how successful those, that, <laughs> that, that was or not, but I, lo- I love doing it. It's, again, that's the sort of, you know, if you're a frustrated musician, then it, it's a way of getting people to sort of dance. Yeah. It's not your tunes, but to other people's tunes. Yeah, I like doing that occasionally. Cool, I'll keep my ears and eyes peeled for the next Killian Murphy DJ set. Now, speaking of other people's tunes, I think we'll take something now from that incredible Gaz Coombs record from the album Matador. This is a track which Gaz Coombs actually performed live at Other Voices in Dingle in December, which I got to see on the big screen in Benner's Hotel just across the road from the gig in the church. Enjoy this. This is a phenomenal track from Gaz Coombs. This is Detroit on Radio Nova.
very great tune from Gaz Coombs. That is the track Detroit, taken from the album Matador, which Killian Murphy's a fan of. Um, joined in the studio by the actor who was starred in the likes of the Palm Door, winning a film The Win That Shakes the Barley, played Holly Price roles in Batman Begins and Breakfast on Pluto. So before we go on to talk about, um, you know, the, the challenging roles that you tend to go for, just want to go back to the music a little bit. And obviously you've got impeccable music taste, which has led to collaborations with Nils Fram and Feist as well. So how did that actually come about? Kevin Drew, who's in who's in broken social scene, um, and you know, love them. They're great. The yeah, yeah, one of my favorite bands. And yeah. so Leslie, she sings with them occasionally. So he interviewed me for some magazine, and then he was directing a, a video for her, and he said, "Would you be in it?" So that's kind of how it, it came about, mm. and we made that. That's ages ago now, but we yeah. did that. Uh, and Nils Fram, it was. Um, I interviewed him for a magazine. I oh, think. brilliant. Yeah, and then we kept in touch and then myself and Ender wrote this little story for a compilation he did. So it's it's just sort of uh, getting to know people and, and it's a, kind of a mutual um, admiration of, of, of work. That's yeah. kind of how it happens, really. Yeah. And what was it like when the tables were turned when interviewing someone else? I, I love it. I couldn't interview... I'd be very bad at interviewing an actor, I'd say, but I, I, can, I can really... Uh, you know, because it's just, just sort of become a fan you know and you, you ask yeah. all the questions that you think about when you're listening to the music and so yeah I really enjoyed um, talking to musicians yeah, yeah but, and is there anyone on the horizon who you'd love to actually work with in the future musician musician wise oh uh, M- M- Manny you know yeah but I don't know I, I, you have to be very careful about the, the sort of in how you do it uh, um, it has to be the right thing it has to just kind of feel right but yeah yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe there will be other people. I don't know. Yeah, no one is such that you kind of went, "Oh man, if I could work with him." Yeah, yeah, I, I, there is Tommy York. <laughs> sure, I mean, obviously, but but you know, if it happens, it happens. It kind of happened yeah. for the right reasons. Okay, and in terms of a lot of your roles, so you play the villain rather well, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> so you know. Um, Having been involved with those kind of roles, I mean, obviously there's a lot of challenges and emotional kind of challenges along the way and having like to starve yourself for certain situations or, you know, the Scarecrow role, obviously it's, it's quite harsh and then the same with um, the Bally Turk play. So is it, does it ever reach a point where you think, oh, this is, this is going a bit too far now or do you find it challenging in certain ways? And, um, it's all fun. I mean, I've only ever played bad guy twice in, in films um, and, you know, you look for roles that are different and and uh, yeah if it's easy it's boring you know so I, I don't get involved with things that are that you think oh I could do that quite easily it needs, yeah. it needs to be um, it needs to offer something new really yeah it's like I'm, I saw you um, mention that before in an interview trying not to make the easy choices so do you feel you need to kind of continue to challenge yourself as an actor as you, well you know? every artist there's no point in doing it really I mean I don't think art exists without risk it's 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 not art then it's something else it's advertising yeah <laughs> you know art involves risk so you gotta you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta gotta push it like yeah so what's next on the horizon for you now I'm having a rest good yeah. <laughs> good to see some gigs uh, that's the plan hopefully yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. nice yeah. going to any plan. festivals or anything like that maybe uh, I'm too tired for that right now and <laughs> yeah. maybe at the summertime but I'm just uh, 
yeah, just having a rest. Yeah, nice. Well deserved. Mm. But uh, Primavera be one I'd recommend. That's that a great lineup. Really good. Amazing lineup. Yeah, I'm going to go for that. Billy Murphy, thanks so much for popping in today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. No worries. Thanks so much. Before you go, uh, just let you know that Helper Homeless Radiothon will be taking place on the 17th and 18th of February. And we're hoping to raise 40,000 euro for the homeless community in Ireland. So it's going to be the second Radiothon that Radio Nova has held. And last year, you guys were amazing because we helped raise over 30,000 euro in a two day pledge donated entirely by you guys and businesses throughout Dublin, Kildare, Meath, and Wicklow. So yeah, can't wait for that to happen again the 17th and 18th of February. And Killian Murphy, our ambassador for the Radiothon. Thank you so much for popping in. Uh, check out nova.ie for more. Yet to come on backstage, I'll be chatting to Leah Saudi of Fat White Family, declared Britain's most dangerous and most vital band. I'm a huge fan, and as is Sean Lennon, so he's telling us more about that. Beck is in the live room with a great reimagining of a Bowie song. Wait till you hear it, it's so special. I have new music from Iggy Pop as he has teamed up with Mr. Josh Hamm of Queens of the Stone Age. Connor uh, Irwin of Radio Nova bringing us up to date on all the latest in music news, including the latest regarding Black Sabbath, and I've got a track from them lined up next here on Nova.